What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Sype. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now, let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. I've been learning a lot of lessons as of late, and that much most of you already know. I suppose one of the overarching lessons that I have come to embrace is a simple but important one. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to take some time off. In fact, it's needed, and it's not something I should feel the need to apologize for. So in the name of slowing down, my family and I will be taking a vacation over the next few weeks. With the baby coming this fall, The likelihood that we will have the time or opportunity to get away at any other point this year is slim to none. Also, Kylie and I desperately just need some time to reconnect away from the day-to-day cares of this life. During this time, I plan to bring absolutely no work with me. This is going to be a real break, and that includes the podcast. So, In my absence, I am happy to say that several of my friends who happen to be fellow podcasters have stepped up to ensure that this podcast continues on as scheduled. The next two episodes, beginning with this one, will be brought to us by two different guests. The first guest being none other than Dr. Kenny Embry, who was the very first guest on this show as well. He is the host of the Balancing the Christian Life podcast, and I highly recommend that you subscribe to him as well as sign up for his summer lectureship, of which I will also be a part of. If you listened to his last guest episode a few weeks ago, you already know that you are in for a treat today. Our second guest has become a fast friend and someone that I have grown to love over the past year. His name is Hal Hammonds, and he is the host of the Citizens of Heaven podcast. Hal is also a gospel preacher who labors with a church in Georgetown, Texas. Hal is a dedicated student of the Word, and his love for God and love for people will be very evident to you as you listen to him speak. I would also encourage you to subscribe to him and find ways to support him in his efforts. As you're listening to this, I am enjoying life in the mountains. But know that I will also be setting my mind above right along with you. So, without further delay, let's do 
just that. Kenny, the floor is all yours. What if I told you that every day, ordinary events could teach us extraordinary, eternal truths? Would you believe me? I'm Kenny Embry for BJ Sipe, and welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. So, my wife and I were in a conundrum. We've been watching on Zillow how much our house is worth. It's not a surprise that houses usually go up in value. I mean, that's just the way real estate often works. But in this market, our house was worth approximately twice what we paid for the house. That's just crazy. And the interest rates were much lower than when we originally took out the loan. Again, this is just nuts. But we've been talking about how the house we now call home would have been way out of our price range if we had to buy it today. I mean, it's a nice house, but there's no way we would even come close to qualifying for the mortgage to buy it. And yet, here we are. So that meant, if we wanted to refinance, we could still get a very good rate on the mortgage, but we could take out some money and finally be out of credit card debt. I never thought I would say those words. For as long as we've been married, we've always had a balance on a credit card somewhere. But what if we didn't? Wouldn't that be nice? My wife agreed. We had basically been chipping away at our credit card debt for the last 10 years and had made some progress. But this would more than cover that debt. And we would still be able to do a couple of small things to the house that we wanted to do in the process and put away some money for emergencies. And one of those house improvements we knew was that we wanted new carpet. We were lucky and we got new construction, which meant we're the first people to ever live in this house. But the carpet that was laid was really thin and we could feel the nail heads on the edges i mean i knew the carpets contractors put in is usually pretty cheap but this carpet was super cheap and was beginning to show a lot of wear so we went to a flooring store to get some carpet for the bedrooms it was fun we learned about carpet pile and density, the padding underneath, and how to maintain the warranty. I was looking at Katie. Isn't this exciting? We're getting new carpet. Won't that be cool? Yeah, she said. But the way she said it told me everything I needed to know. Okay, what's wrong? Well, she said, if we get new carpet... That means we need to take everything out of the bedrooms. Okay. Yeah. What's the catch? Well, it means there's going to be a lot of work. And that's also going to mean that we're probably not going to want to bring everything back into the bedroom. Okay. Now it made sense. We've lived here for five years now and... There's just a lot of stuff that comes from living in one place for that long. Just looking at my bedside table, 
I counted three Bibles, a small stack of paid bills, and then a bunch of greeting cards. I just never know what to do with those. I had a few Father's Day cards, a Valentine card from Katie, and just a bunch of bric-a-brac. There was some loose change that was probably about $8 and quarters, and that was just from my bedside table. Now do that for five other people who also live here. And Katie made her point pretty well. Moving stuff out would definitely be a headache. But then seeing what deserved to come back in would be even more daunting. As Christians, we often have the same problems. 1 Thessalonians tells us we should test everything and keep the good stuff, and by implication, lose the bad. In other words, some of the things we believe, some of the things we do, some of the things we just know for absolute sure may be built on some pretty shaky foundations. For centuries, the Jews were looking and waiting for the Messiah. The prophets predicted time and again about who the Messiah would be. Daniel predicted his kingdom would crush the other kingdoms. He was called the King of Kings and the King of David in Psalms. He was a warrior and leader. He would put things right. The Messiah the Jews were looking for to rule the nation ended up being a carpenter's son in a backwater city with no military or political aspirations. What they believed about God's chosen was just dead wrong. It's easy to point out their mistake. I mean, how foolish could the Jews have been? Except, I think we do exactly the same thing. Let me ask you this. Who is Jesus to you? The problem is we know the right answer. He's the Son of God. Okay, how do you know that? Well, I just know. Really? Test that. I mean, really test that. How do you know Jesus really was the Son of God? Is it because your parents told you that? Is it because you heard it somewhere before? Or is it because you've done some digging, done some thinking, and you arrived at this conclusion because you can't accept the alternatives. If you have, then great. Sincerely, you need to believe Jesus is the Son of God, and if He truly is, how do you treat Him? Do you talk about Him kindly, but largely disregard Him? Do you take Him for granted? Or are you grateful? Are you gracious to others? Are you confident of the grace and mercy God has shown you? Or are you fearful you will one day be lost? All of these are pretty important questions for Christians to ask and answer. And the answers shouldn't be just the right answers, but the authentic ones. Is Jesus really your Lord and King? Do you treat him that way? And do you share this amazing joy with anyone else? And if you don't, 
or if you think you could get better. That's an important thing to know. Being self-deluded simply isn't a good thing. When you know better, you should do better. But figuring out you need to do better takes some serious self-reflection. I'm not saying this to make you feel guilty or inadequate. But what I am saying is you may want to unpack that room, take everything out, and see what truly deserves to go back in and what needs to stay out or what needs to change. I must admit, in my Christian walk, I have noticed many times when what I say is important doesn't match what I'm actually doing. I've noticed when my money I spend doesn't match my values, or when I spend time with people or things that don't help my relationships that are important to me, or my relationship with God. Ultimately, it becomes time wasted. Do I feel guilty about that? <laughs> Definitely. But what would be even worse is if I didn't ask how I was spending my time or money and just left it unexamined. I would be both ignorant and living a lie. So, we set up the time to actually get the carpet installed, which meant the week before we started taking stuff out of our rooms. It wasn't fun. But it was good. We noticed my daughter's room had six trash bags full of clothes that didn't fit her anymore that we gave to the Goodwill. My son was down to two pairs of pants that actually fit, which was another revelation to us. And I was able to pare down all that bric-a-brac from my bedside table to six small items which really belonged. The things that went back into our rooms all worked, all had a place, and all made sense. My wife loves our new carpet. <laughs> it really is nice. But she also loves that our rooms are now filled with the things we actually use, the things we need, and the things that make sense. God wants us to test what we believe and what we do. Don't worry. The important things always do end up standing up to scrutiny. And the stuff that no longer fits or we've outgrown is easy to get rid of if we'll just find the courage to test them out. So start pulling something out and see if it's worth putting back in. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. If you've benefited from BJ's podcast, please share it with others who you think would benefit as well. So until next time, know that I love you, God loves you, and may we each and every day set our minds above. Owen. Oh, Go out and be good and do good.